Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Ask Annie podcast. I'm joined, as always, by our expert on the panel, Annie. Good morning, Annie. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> Love to hear that, especially on a Monday when, you know, people grovel and get grumpy and they enter into the week. Um, you know, I was one of those people years ago, and I was told by a good friend, if you hate Mondays, you hate one seventh of your entire life. So glad to hear you're having a good morning, Annie. Um, <laughs> I try. Yeah, and, and as we all should. Um, so listen, before we dive into today's topic, which I think is really valuable, today we're going to talk about assets and or equipment, how, when to purchase, what the tax consequences can be for a business, uh, and some other uh, interesting tidbits that are designed to be helpful to those business owners um, tuning into our podcast. Um, but real quick, a word or two about Annie. Annie became a certified CPA in 1995. And after working for such notable firms as Arthur Anderson and HR Block, Annie founded Atlantis Accounting in 2006. And for the past 16 plus years, the firm has provided comprehensive accounting, tax strategy, and financial planning services to a broad array of companies. Annie herself brings uh, decades of experience and expertise, and especially as we face these complex and ever-changing times, the value of tapping into a, a, a financial professional's experience is just invaluable. So, you know, we're excited to have you again, Annie. And uh, also uh, just a quick reminder to all the listeners, if you haven't gone back and checked out previous episodes, we cover such important things as which corporate structure is best to launch a business under. Um, what are the top five tips you should consider exploring a new financial services professional? Uh, cash management strategies for business owners, how to build multi-generational wealth strategies, uh, creating and refreshing business plans, when and why um, should you and why is it important, and the pros and cons between having full-time employees, uh, contractors, or consultants, and the implications to the business for those three considerations. Um, so please do check us out. And uh, certainly we invite you to add comments, make suggestions on future podcasts you might like to see and hear. Um, but without further ado, let's jump into the topic. Um, most businesses need to have certain items, certain pieces of capital equipment, Annie. So let's start with that and let's talk about why and what considerations go into that capital equipment, either purchase or lease. Sure. Thanks, Phil. I'm glad you mentioned the previous podcast that we did. I believe one of the podcasts will talk about business plan and budget. So just like personal planning, ideal situation is you don't want to spend more than you make. However, to start a new business, this golden rule is a little bit hard to combine. But what you could, what a business owner can project is this equipment, how much cash flow could possibly be generated um, over a certain number of years to match the if you decide to borrow, if you can, or you want to borrow money from any institution, then you can see if the rate of return could compensate the interest rate that you would incur 
from purchasing this piece of equipment. I think most of the common um, business equipment that everybody would need, regardless which profession you're going to, I would think is a business vehicle, a car. So I'm just going to use that as an example um, and to explain which, you know, about how to purchase it, what we can consider, um, we should purchase it or we should lease it. Well, personally, when I prepare planning for individuals or business, I don't encourage of my clients going into debt. Some would like to use other people's money. I agree if it's, you know, not expensive money. So in general, if you are going to use this piece of equipment, if you are going to drive this car for 20 years, then yes, I almost always that purchase would outweigh the benefits of leasing. When you purchase a piece of equipment, you have ownership. You can sell this used equipment or possibly trade it in to get some residual value. On the other side, you are picking up the maintenance and repair expenses. For car, you need to register. So there's insurance expenses as well. For leasing, you don't own a car. Therefore, you could possibly have less repair and maintenance expenses, assuming you own a car if you purchase for 20 years. Of course, when the car um, ages up, you need to pay more repair expenses in order to keep the vehicle running. Also, you might want to consider about the cash flow. If you don't pay cash to purchase this car, you could use this capital to pay other operation aspect of business. And there is the cost of using the money. Or you can invest this money you were supposed to pay for the car in the market. Or if you purchase um, a duplex building, you can have your retail shop on the first floor, you can rent upstairs out to attendant. Everyone has limited resources and time. So when you decided to use this $10,000, you got to ask yourself some questions to start would be, do you really need to spend this amount of money to purchase a car? What is the least expensive way for you to purchase if you decide to purchase? If you don't use this amount of money, would there be a better use to use this capital? Once you decide you do need a car to operate, the next question will be what kind of car? If you are using the car to go see high net worth clients, for example, you are a lawyer, you want to pay, um, Bill Gates a visit, you might not want to drive, um, you know, 
a car that um, is 20 years old and the, the pants not even in the same color, one step on the other, you don't. So it depends on your profession, what, what this car, this piece of equipment used for. Then you will decide, okay, do I want to purchase or do I want to lease? If it is a car or I want to switch gear, if it's a computer, a laptop. For me, I am, uh, I'm doing planning for a client. I use tech software. So it's important for me to personally have a more modern or um, tax advanced software or hardware for me to operate and I feel more secured that I can safeguard my client's data. But if you are just using computer to email or to email clients or just send out invoice, I will not spend a lot of money to get a most powerful computer. I'll probably just get a you know, somewhat average um, laptop or desktop to use. So it depends on the profession you're in, and most important, the purpose and how much you want to spend. That's also a factor as well. Um, one important internal revenue code is called section 179. That code has this six figure deductible amount. If you spend, let's say 30,000 to purchase a car, it's very likely you can qualify for section 179 to deduct the whole expenses, um, assuming the business generate enough income to absorb that expenses deduction on the business returns. Otherwise, you might want to consider amortize the cost of the equipment instead of just write it all off on the year you purchase the equipment. You know, that's an interesting topic and let's expand just a little bit on that. Um, people moving from a W-2 corporate wage position into entrepreneurship during a year when they had significant income in that W-2 may want to take advantage of that section 179 advantage, right? Because they've got significant tax liability that they can claw back some money from uh, by taking advantage of uh, section 179. Short of that, how does the depreciation work on say a vehicle or a, a computer? Oh, um, I believe the vehicles depreciate more than the computer. Um, I think the vehicle is seven year possibly and the computer is three year. You know, right now with software, you just click on a drop down menu and pick the depreciation method and the type of equipment. So I started, I stopped memorizing those useful years, but <laughs> I think probably, yeah. I need to, you know, clear out the space on my head in order to do something else. 
Right, isn't that the Ben Franklin method that says, why memorize something you can easily search? Leave mm -hmm. your brain free to things that you can't. So yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, totally agree. Yeah, great insights into equipment, leasing, and the uh, liabilities, consequences, and opportunities. Anything you'd like to share beyond what we've touched on that you think is important as folks are considering when and what those asset purchases might be? Well, I don't know if I shared that in the previous podcast before. I always, almost always tell my clients that don't let the taxes dictate your decision. Make decision first, and then we'll try to minimize tax taxes legitimately um, to help you get a better results from the decision you wanted to take. I have this example, which is not a very pleasant one, but mm -hmm. I thought I share um, a um, client of mine. Her husband owns his own business. He this vehicle, and the the good thing is, the good thing from economic perspective is he passed, and he he leads a very expensive luxury model. So the wife could call the leasing company, and just say that he passed. I don't I don't want to continue. You know, leasing this car. And they can take it back. And another example is if this is a leased vehicle, of course you all have insurance, but depends on what kind of car, what maker you lease it from. Some maker, they are very aggressive. So when you lease and you got into some kind of accident, they are very aggressively litigate or defend with the other party, assuming that you, the owner who leased the vehicle, is you know the the innocent party, so to speak. So that's that's something to think about um, when you wanted to present the image. Do you want to have the most up to date um, software equipment? Um, another you know non economical factor would be. For leasing, you are not the owner, so there's a lot um, matters you don't have to worry about. Yeah. Just much business. Thank you, Annie. Great insights as always. And for those of you who have joined us, we want to thank you. We want to encourage you to uh, visit Annie's website. We'll post a link to it in the show notes. Uh, if you're working with an accounting professional and you've gained some new insights from today's conversation, certainly run them by them. But if you're in need of um, good professional financial tax or accounting advice, uh, we encourage you to set up a, a no cost, no obligation um, initial conversation with Annie and we'll post her calendar link in the show notes as well. Annie, as always, thank you so much. It's been an insightful session and I look forward to next week's. Same here, Phil.